Over the weekend, I caught up on a movie from last year, director Clint Eastwood's retelling of the tragic tale of Richard Jewell. To refresh your memories, Jewell was a security guard at the 1996 Centennial Olympics in Atlanta who discovered a suspicious backpack which turned out to be a series of pipe bombs that ultimately killed two and injured more than a hundred others. Initially, for a couple of days, he was hailed as a hero whose alertness had probably saved even more people from death and maiming, but then an FBI leak was irresponsibly published as a front-page newspaper headline accusing him of actually being the perpetrator. For months, the lives of Jewel and his mother with whom he lived were turned upside down. He was, as you can imagine, the most reviled man in America. When he was cleared, anarchist Eric Rudolph was eventually captured and confessed to the crime. Did the media make an equally big story of that? You know they did not. We have a lamentable history of our press making screaming front-page mistakes only to print their retractions in a small box on page B-15. I find this so outrageous, if we ever do revisit our Constitution to make it more applicable to the times in which we live, I propose that this be a rider to the First Amendment. When the press makes such egregious errors, it should be mandated that they are corrected in at least a proportional manner. If it's print the same prominent position in the publication, font size, length, etc. In the electronic media with the same frequency, placement in the news queue, graphics, and so forth. And to be perfectly frank, making retractions at least proportional probably doesn't take it far enough. If you've ever seen the great Burt Lancaster movie, Elmer Gantry, there's a terrific scene in it where Burt convinces a newspaper editor that his publication recklessly maligned a church. In exchange for not suing, Burt demanded not only a proportional retraction, but two weeks of airtime on a radio station owned by that same paper. Now, we have plenty of precedent in our law for something called double and triple damages or penalty. You can typically see such signs when you're driving by road construction warning you that any traffic infractions in that area are punishable by two and three times the norm. It's a way to try to maximize the safety of the workers. Nevada has similar statutes for violent crimes against senior citizens. To keep the all-powerful media in check, I submit there should be a triple damages redress when they make mistakes. No one's trying to infringe on their First Amendment right to print or say what they will. But we are taught growing up, well, at least we used to be, I hope we still are, that with rights come responsibilities. As it stands now, the media has precious little to lose for ruining lives when their legal defense can be, but we retracted the story, even if it was one one-hundredth of the original story.
I'm interested in your thoughts on this. My email is frank at perfectlyfrankpodcast.com. Until tomorrow.